0: to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market. He's Moan in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic from DK Pittsburgh Sports here in Pittsburgh. And uh, Moan, yeah. what's going on?
1: Man, you know what? Ready for the weekend is what's going on, DK. Right? As it. seeing if we can double this thing up, man. Back stacking wins. Isn't that what Coach Tomlin says all the time?
0: I'm heading to Atlanta, and I haven't been to the Falcons' new stadium yet yeah but when i was there when it was like probably about 50 percent of the way through construction and it was next to the georgia dome which used to be considered like one of the eight wonders of the world or whatever yeah it looked like a tool shed the georgia dome did compared to this new thing like yeah this the georgia dome was what was what this thing was having for breakfast (laughs) i actually
1: yeah i actually hadn't uh play i didn't play in the new one or or see it being finished either man that uh that is a palace guy can is there actual like is there any pressure of pittsburgh ever doing anything like this you see buffalo outsource theirs for a little bit right
0: yeah, you know, I think what you're going to see in general with football stadiums and, and just having been in Indianapolis, I'm reminded of this because what the Colts were able to do was that they took their stadium, Lucas Oil Stadium, and they made it a part of their very long, continuous convention center that runs through the north part of their downtown. Yes. So it's all one entity. So they can make a lot more money. They can expand conventions. Everything's indoors. Scouting combine. Yeah. Big Ten football championship this year, and a lot of things get opened up. Now, are we in any kind of dialogue about anything like that in Pittsburgh? The answer to that is a very, very hard no. Those things cost a billion dollars. Oh, a billion with a B. Minimum now. Yeah. Minimum. You
1: you almost got to decide if you want a roof or not because that could cost you another $750 million if you get it domed or not. Could Pittsburgh s- survive with a domed stadium? Is that something that even the fans will want?
0: you know it's fans you know what you're going to get out of fans i think is you're going to get fans they'll get on a radio talk show or on social media and they'll say i think all football should be played outdoors and everything else here and i'm kind of with them on that okay but i'm also kind of in the corner of do what you got to (laughs) do yeah okay there are people who are complaining about the name change in pittsburgh you know, name change. Did you look at the dollar difference between what Hines offered and what Acrisure offered? This, this wasn't yeah. a, this wasn't something where the Rooney said, "Oh no, what should we do?" This was really easy call. Yeah, cuz cuz dollars make sense, don't they? They sure <laughs> do. So no, I don't I don't see, you know, there's <clears throat> when you look around the National Football League, the entire AFC North, there's no domes, there's no, no. roofs. Uh, I don't know what the percentage is off the top of my head. I'm sure if I sat down and listed all 31 stadiums, and there is 31 because – well, no, it's 30 because there's 30. two teams that share L.A. and two teams that share New York. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get – how many of them are domed? I don't know. Is Chicago uh, putting a dome on their new one? I think. Uh, I think, so, think right? they're
1: doing like a Miami half dome type of thing. Yeah. You know, how Miami shaded the you know with the sun
0: and stuff. Yeah, Miami doesn't really count because it's in it's in it's in warmer it's climate. Yeah, it's, I just you know I I don't think yeah. I don't I don't think you're seeing some great big push in that regard.
1: Yeah. I, now that you bring that up, I think there are more open stadiums in the nfl than it is actual domes the ones that have domes are destination super bowl places arizona new Orleans, Minneapolis too even in the north yeah Yeah.
0: and i think the one that probably jumps out as a recent fairly recent construction where you would say hey if anybody was going to get started with a wave of domes it would have been who the jets and the giants yeah yeah In in of all places the new york market and and they didn't do it you know, this is not at all what we were going to talk about on
1: this. No, episode. it's it's not. But what's I I know. Well, <laughs> this has been trending though too with with turf. You know, as far as yeah. the field goes and whatnot. Uh, I saw, which is silly to me. New, the New York Jets slash Giants have an open stadium with turf. That's dumb. I think they've uh, they've they've actually committed to going to grass next year too.
0: Well, uh, if they don't commit to it, their players are going to have a mutiny from both teams. Yeah, 100%. Now, they keep trying to produce these studies about, you know, that say, well, there's no more tur- injuries on turf than there are on that. grass, whatever else. But you know what? Perception can be reality, too.
1: It, it, it can be in guys at some point because it was trending big time. And, of course, news cycles last two, four days, a week maybe, and then it'll crank back up at another dead period throughout the summer. uh. But that is an issue, player safety, when it comes down to it. Someone, someone asked me because, you know, I live here in Nashville, and there's actually a committee that's uh raised money to outfit all of Nashville metro public schools with turf. And me personally, I know there's always a fight, at least down here, between public school versus private schools. And private schools always have better facilities. And, I, you know, of course, with the poaching of athletes that can go to private schools, I'm like, well, this is something that at least the coaches in the inner city don't have to worry about as far as turf and whatnot. And in that conversation, someone asked me, Mo, what, what did you prefer? I'll be honest with you. I didn't mind playing on turf, artificial turf, as, as far as that goes. Uh, especially in my early years, I actually thought it was pretty cool. Um, but when I got older, the, 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 the joint pressure that it puts on you from that ground, not giving much, it does take a little bit of a toll instead of a day of recovery. It might be two days of recovery when it comes down to player safety and whatnot. Um, but I prefer grass, uh, either way on game day, um, practice settings. I'm okay with practicing on turf. But, uh, no, I'm okay playing on turf
0: again. Practicing on turf, oh, it's the worst thing ever. That new Nashville stadium, I saw the drawing, but I can't remember off the top of my head. That's going to have a roof too, isn't it? It is. And the reason why, DK, is this is an entertainment city now.
1: Everything about it is saying if you build this, they WrestleMania is already committed.
0: To yeah, they need to the new it, Nashville's been trying to expand across the river to yeah. where the Titans are and it's not easy to draw people because it's a long walk Yeah. Over and, that bridge. We have not talked about football we- yet at all. <laughs> and I, I I just don't think I don't think you're going to see that in Pittsburgh. I I am not I'm never going to say never to anything. Yeah. But but, but in in the- Man, Go it's ahead. weird, Moan. It's just in being in Indianapolis, you walk in there, everybody's taking off their jackets and putting them on the back of their chair. And I'm like, Yeah, I did see that. Football game. Come I, on. So
1: I guess to me, the real question would be too, at some point, they will have to either renovate, add to, or do something to Acre Shore Stadium or to the footprint. At that point, does it stay on the north side? Or do you go where hockey practice facility is? You see what I'm saying? Like, where do you build? Because this one side of the, of where Three Rivers was is now a parking lot. So, do you flip flop that back over again?
0: Nah, I just think I think there's a way around this sort of thing. Okay. I, I mean, I keep wanting to call it Heinz Field. Acresure <laughs> Stadium has everything that you'd want in a modern facility. NFL facility other than if you wanted one a roof or a dome and there are different kinds of roofs there are different kinds of domes there's like you said there's the partial ones there's the i just don't think i don't look at that stadium and say man this thing's outdated okay okay that makes sense i'll roll with that then now if the rest of the afc north starts doing it look out oh since it'd be the first one to break i don't know man their place <laughs> see that's the other thing those are three pretty nice stadiums. They
1: are. I I gotta give it to them, Baltimore. I even say uh, I think Cleveland did a facelift that looked good, uh, and start adding monitors and LED lights. Everything kind of you know spruces up a little bit more too.
0: Wow, oh, it's, it's. I think you're gonna see. You know what? It's gonna eventually be Ramon. There's gonna What's be 20, 28 teams in domes, and the AFC North stays outside. <laughs> <laughs> You yes, John Facenda voice. Frozen tundra of Cleveland and Cincinnati. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to attempt to actually talk about football. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. We lied. We're just going to talk about this some more because it got really good here off the air. <laughs> there's, there's grass and there's turf in different stadiums obviously and then there's what they have in glendale arizona home of the cardinals where if you don't know about this this is going to blow you away but the the field basically sits on a tray that slides in and out of the stadium and when it slides out it's out there to get you know sunlight from arizona whatever else and then it just kind of tucks tucks back into the stadium here Moan, you just told me something about that thing that I can't believe. Share it with the group, please.
1: First and foremost, I think the best grass was probably Carolina because they had like a short like golf course grass. I thought that was super good for cleats, movements and everything. I had to And, and Charlotte's
0: seat. got no roof. Charlotte's just a, a yeah. natural. And it's also Charlotte gets enough rain and so forth. that it would probably be just exactly. The right yeah.
1: But, but Arizona's though, it was by far the most weird feel ever to play football on natural grass because I'm seeing grass. I'm feeling grass. It reacts like grass, but it had this weird buoyancy to it. It shook a little bit. You heard the sound of it because you were literally on a platform of grass. It was by far probably the most weird just thing
0: I'd ever done in like
1: playing a like sport. What?
0: What, did, what did this feel Is it you're, you're describing it like you were playing on a cafeteria tray?
1: You could like you could hear the sound of your feet moving on that thing a little bit more. You could feel the, the ground kind of move a little bit in a sense, like when you you know, you run it down and you slow down, you hear the doo 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 do do. You yeah. could kind of hear that a little bit in the grass where you felt like it was elevated. You move and it kind of. Give a little, one of those springboard feels almost in a sense. Because underneath it is is metal. You know what I'm saying? As, As far as the way it felt anyway and the sounds that it was pushing off. I'm like, this is actually a real platform. That's what we were playing on.
0: Yeah, you actually were. You're playing on a tray. Yeah, we're, you know?
1: yes, that's exactly what it felt like. Imagine you having just trays of grass in front of you. That's what the Arizona field felt like. But the thing was, the grass wasn't bad. You could just tell it was sectional and rolled in. You could tell those things, and then this is the other thing: there's wheels underneath it. So yes, you 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 know, there's the idea that when I'm saying you run it, you feel the ground just move slightly. Unlike like grass that's in the the world on land, oh, yeah. uh, it was <laughs> it was weird. World. Yeah, I was, was I awesome got it. Word. No, but
0: it's no, but that's what that was their way of avoiding artificial a retractable earth. roof. Is yeah. they just said, "Here, we're gonna do we're gonna do real grass. We're gonna get away from the the, the critiques there, but we can't. We're not gonna pay for an artificial roof mm-hmm. or a retractable roof. I should say, and we're just gonna have this thing just shuttle in and out."
1: Uh, yeah
0: and and there are different types of roofs too the the Seattle Mariners baseball team, obviously uh they have a roof that slides out on tracks the same yeah. way what you just described. it goes out over these train tracks that are behind it, Wow okay, and it's just it doesn't fold, it doesn't accordion or anything like that. The whole roof just comes sliding right off Weird. and it's just sitting there over these train tracks for when they need it,
1: yeah. And it, that's, that's so crazy, man. But, and this is the other part of it too. They probably saved so much money by putting it on those platforms other than the initial cost of paying for grass and a mechanism to move it in and out in Arizona. And the thing was that you have to have a dome there because it's so hot that it'd be unbearable almost for fans, but mm-hmm. that's also why they went real grass because it's so hot that you can water whatever you need to. And the grass is going to grow.
0: You're not gonna. It's not gonna get scorched in there. That's that's also gonna happen.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I thought about that because I remember hearing that sound of the platform, DK. It really just kind of threw me off the first time I was on it.
0: Can I tell you what argument I really hate? What's that? Pittsburgh shouldn't get the Super Bowl because we don't have a dome stadium. Oh. Okay. Oh. The moment you have that Super Bowl in East Rutherford, New Jersey, Mm -hmm. it's game over. Yep. It's it's not I, I don't want to hear about what logistics can or can't happen. Yep. Uh whether it's here or Buffalo or anywhere else. And I understand in Minneapolis they made themselves a Taj Mahal with a roof and everything else like that. It's football. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. you. Say, look, one out of every seven Super Bowls, we're gonna risk snow and it'll be awesome if it comes. You know? Think, Just yeah. say
1: that. I think 177 years would be good, but uh, wh- where did uh, the Jets win when, whenever, uh, what's his name, gave the Broadway Joe, gave the guarantee? That was in a cold-weather stadium, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was cold-weather. It's been done before. Only place I push back on, if I'll just be real with you, only stadium I would push back on would probably be New England. What do you mean? Just just because th- to get to New England is probably – Probably more of a of a of a issue than going to almost any other stadium, as small as Green Bay the city is, oh, they still have parking. Not even a
0: place, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying, like
0: yeah.
1: like New England Foxborough is really not, like you said, it's not a place.
0: Thing. Yeah, it's not a thing.
1: It's really just a field and the stadium
0: and a Walmart. Like,
1: no real designation of parking. No real designation of what city to stay in or do what in. Like that would be like to get it was. I'm gonna say it's miserable to go out to 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 Foxborough, but it is <laughs> okay. Well, there it is. It is miserable. Yeah. That's the only stadium I say is probably on the no Super Bowl list is New England
0: or Foxborough. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah, it's, it it's like they 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 put it far enough south of Boston, far enough north of Hartford, far enough away from everything else up there that it's just like it's just no man's land.
1: We stayed in Rhode Island.
0: Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. There's Providence, <laughs> Connecticut. They all feel like they're closer. Than Boston is.
1: Yeah, it is by far the the silliest place to put a stadium, but it worked out for what New England is.
0: And if anybody wants to start an argument with me about whether or not Pittsburgh can handle a Super Bowl from the hotel and traffic and stuff standpoint, please, it's not 1965 anymore. <laughs> we got hotels like crazy. Yeah, we held it. We held a G20 event. We're perfectly mature adults here when it comes to handling big events. We can do that too. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the question for the only segment that matters when we come back. I thought the first (laughs) two, but I guess it's Hey Mo now. (laughs) It is. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. This is the only segment that matters. It's brought to you by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where three expert chefs fine-tune every detail, of every sub, every sandwich, every menu item. Choose your favorite at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, which, by the way, also has an awesome app. And by that, I'm not referring to appetizers. I'm <laughs> referring to the app on your phone. The Get-Go Cafe and Market, better believe it moan
1: i've got one for you today i'm here for it i i don't know what this is anytime you ask it i'm like oh my gosh where is this going here it goes ready yeah
0: hey moan do these two clowns doing the show even know that there's a game this weekend are you going to talk about the game either of you because i'm going to (laughs) unsubscribe from everything that you're doing sincerely d period kovacevich in pittsburgh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we know there's a game. <laughs> we know there's a game.
1: Yes, but this is a short week, and we had a lot to talk about, including turf, okay? What was er, it going
0: to be about? We had a plan.
1: What was We, it? we were going to talk about the wide receivers, or no, one in particular. We were going to talk about
0: Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Or,
1: yeah. Um, I overheard, and I didn't hear much fuss about it, which, again, lends you to why we probably hadn't spoke a lot about us other than we beat a bad coach team, Uh because there's not a whole lot coming out about this team in general. Deontay was, I guess, quoted as saying last week, DK, uh, he needs more touches. He needs to be more involved in the offense and all those wide receiver type of conversations, right? And I was just like, well, let's talk about that. What? Why? Why is that the case? And the first two plays of the game, I think Kenny went to him, or the first two passes he went to him, and he got him involved in. it.
0: He did. Yeah, and, and there were a couple of decent plays that he made over the course of the game. The ones that are going to stand out, obviously, are the drop touchdown. And then th- another one of those insane backward runs. I mean, he's got to lead, not not th- the league. He's got to lead NFL history in negative yak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just he gets the ball, and his initial... Reflex is I'm going to run backward yeah, because I am so dominant and so overwhelming with the football that all I need is to just clear some space and clear my mind and survey the field so that I can dominate. Dude, no, yeah. no. I, uh, <laughs> I, I,
1: I I saw that happen again. And immediately I was like, because I think it was close to a first down had yeah. gone across again. Mm-hmm. Um De- Deontay. I, I like the kid. You know that. I, I've been a fan of him for a while. I know others feel different about him, and that is okay. I'm all right with that. My, I, I like him because of my relationship with him, my my interactions with him as a teammate, and I know what he wants out of it. I think as a player, though, when he gets out there, Deontay doesn't want to be hit. Uh, I think he see. Uh, otherwise receivers go down. Why are they going down? Well, to preserve their careers and not have injuries and they can continue to play for a very long time and, 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 and. that's speculation on my part. I don't know if that's really the truth. It's just what I see. Uh, who's the wide receiver in, in, uh, Seattle that goes down every catch that he get, no matter where he is. Uh, I forget his name off top. Um, uh, either way guys do that more often these days. As a player, I can say this. Um, I've seen running backs run out of bounds more often. I've seen quarterbacks run out of bounds. I've seen a bunch of players go down because it's either the fear of getting hurt because of a hit, which you can say, well, that's soft. It's a physical game. Play it. Um, (laughs) But as a player, I kind of get it. On the fan side of what's happening, I say to myself, that's stupid Go forward. You're compensated for this. You know what you what you signed up for whenever you got into this sport. You know what it entails. It, it entails the idea that <laughs> you may be done for the year because of a hit. You, you receive those things. I've seen Heath kind of go through that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As far as bad injuries, everybody goes through it. Um, but he, he's he got to kind of find a way to make plays other than going backwards. And he almost had a, a, a almost – drop in the game you see he had to double catch a ball this past game too because he's <laughs> trying to get the ball and get out of the way too quick that wow. that can be a a, a a sore it can be sore eyes for people that got to watch
0: that i'm not position. i'm not in any position to argue or even discuss any of this because this is way inside football for me uh but i wouldn't argue it <laughs> From the yeah. layman's perspective, I, I'll also point out um, with at least some amount of uh, uh, you know satisfaction to this because I really liked the kid when he was here. But I don't know how many people realize that Juju Smith-Schuster would be leading the Steelers in receiving if he were still here. Now you can say, okay, well obviously he's got Pat, Patrick Mahomes, he's got Travis Kelsey as a distraction, he's got Andy Reid as his coordinator and everything else. But yeah. facts are facts. Uh, Juju's got more receiving yards than anyone on the Steelers, including the Steelers' leading actual receiver, which is not a wide receiver. It is, of course, Pat Fryermuth. So it's been, you know, if I'm Deontay, man, I I, I get past this whole idea of whether or not I'm a number one this or that or whatever, because he's not. He's just not.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll say this too, as far as Juju goes, man, uh, for him to get out of Pittsburgh and kind of find a new niche on the team, cause mm-hmm. he's number two there, which honestly may be his role. Even if he's, you know, got the most receiving yards at wide receiver for that team at wide receiver. No, he Not, would just
0: have the most in Pittsburgh. That's all I, I, I'm well, saying. I if you moved him,
1: Yeah. Uh, but, but either way, I've seen this guy jail with Patrick Mahomes, which probably ain't hard to do. Uh, Patrick is basically throwing him slot routes and letting Juju out physical DBs and
0: honestly linebackers. Like back his asleep. rookie year here. That's all Who he did. did. It every, every, yeah. It's yeah. all you guys did was he would come in off that one little slant off the right or the left. Ben would hit him, and the rest was all him.
1: It was history because he's a big wide receiver, and man. tough. And a tough. tough. So, uh, yeah, he wasn't what you wanted him to be because Juju rolls really, really fast. Really hot to where you start to look at AB and say, "Oh, we got somebody." Hey, Juju's not AB, but Juju's daggone good too. You know what I'm saying for the role that's necessary for him. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I just he, he doesn't
0: it. have the explosion because of the knee, right? The, the knee issues that he's had since he was a rookie, or he lost that explosion. I don't know that it's ever going to come back, but he's found a way to keep his career going. He did He really, really did. Let's get into some predictions for Steelers at Atlanta at Sunday, one oh two 2 PM kickoff, by the way, at Mercedes Benz stadium.
1: Who? Uh, I don't even know if this is a tough one to, to, to pick from DK, uh, Simply because both are bad. You got a five and seven team and another, what are we four and seventeen when it breaks down to to mm-hmm. what this game's gonna be. A bunch of you got young quarterbacks that offensive line that's not that great in um Atlanta also a run game, you don't know what that is. Cadero Patterson is dangerous in special teams and the way we look this past week in special teams. No cheese. Oh ho ho <laughs> what, what are we doing, man? Yeah. Uh, you got a very opportunistic guy and and uh Cadero Patterson in Atlanta as far as field position go. You look at Atlanta, you say they've got some good quality wins. They beat the Browns, let's be honest about that. They they have a mm-hmm. other few games on their list. The 49ers, they beat them, they, they have some good wins. Uh, they're coming off a loss though to a uh Washington Commanders last second loss, too. Honestly, I got the Falcons winning this one. Okay, which, uh, I have them winning um, 24, and I think we get better offensively still, not over 20. 24-17, DK. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why See, I have the, this team. The, the,
0: the Falcons have a have an unusual approach in that they, they obviously do a lot of running, yeah, uh, in, including the quarterback, obviously. And they're going to try to wear down the Steelers and eat up the clock and time of possession, which, by the way, is exactly what Jeff Saturday should have done Monday night and didn't. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Jonathan Taylor back there. Use him. What are you saving him for? Posterity? So you know, cool. use him. 20 touches? You kidding me? Yeah. Uh, uh, but, and also, but, I, I, I like their
1: play caller or the head coach that probably helps control their play calling, Arthur Smith. I, I've mm-hmm. seen what he's capable of doing, and he can scheme up. They're averaging over 20 points a game, 24 if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, that that's going to be... The challenge for the Steelers, I think, is going to be principally to not have their defense get stuck on the field. Yes. Because the Steelers' offense is still going to need a lot of its own time on the field in order to produce the long drives that they need to score touchdowns because they are not. They are anything but a quick strike offense. Yeah. So Um. I'm still feeling... I, I, I think the Steelers are feeling pretty good about themselves and about their growth pattern. So I, I, I'm at this point leaning toward them winning, but not feeling all that great about it.
1: And that's why I <laughs> got to go with the Falcons. They're playing yeah. at home. Uh, and let's be honest, too. The Steelers defense run game was reeling a little bit. They they pulled yeah. it together late, uh, but I didn't like how that looked. And any smart team is going to try to take advantage of that, too.
0: I got to correct you, though, Moan. Talk to Fal- me. Falcons aren't playing at home. That, st- that place is going to be packed with black and gold. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to be out that That's is true. Funny. That is everything I've heard from the, the people who listen to us or read our, our content from our website uh, down that neck of the woods say it's just, gonna, it's not even going to be close. Like Indianapolis was probably about a 55, 45 yeah. for the Steelers. This is something else entirely because the Falcons have been pretty hopeless for a while now. I love it. Absolutely I love it. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. All right, Mo. Let's let's uh let's do one of these shows for Monday then. Let's put this thing up uh, yeah, see next uh, week. All right.